Our sermon text for today comes from the 21st chapter of the book of Luke, starting in verse 22 through verse 36. For this is the time of the punishment and fulfillment of all that has been written. How dreadful it will be in those days for pregnant women and nursing mothers. There will be great distress in the land and wrath against his people. They will fall by the sword and will be taken as prisoners to all nations. Jerusalem will be trampled on all on by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. There will be signs in the sun, moon, and stars. On the earth, nations will be in anguish and perplexity at the roaring and tossing of the sea. Men will faint from terror, apprehensive of what is coming on the world, for the heavenly bodies will be shaken. At that time they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand up, lift up your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. He told them this parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is near. Even so, when you see these things happening, you know that the kingdom of God is near. I tell you the truth, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. Be careful, or your hearts will be weighed down with dissipation, drunkenness, and the anxieties of life. And that day will close on you with unexpected, unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all those who live on the face of the whole earth. Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen, and that you may be able to stand before the Son of God. This is the word of God for the people of God. Wow, what a depressing passage it seems for the first Sunday of Advent. But it's not depressing for those of us who are followers of Jesus Christ. It's not a time for us to be in dread when we think about the coming of Jesus Christ again. It's a time when we in the church need to look forward to that time with great joy, anticipating what God is going to do. The book of Revelation in the 21st and 22nd chapters tells us what God is going to do when Jesus comes again and he sets up his kingdom. Now before that, in the book of Revelation, there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen. None of it's very nice or very wonderful. Most of it is difficult times. But for those of us who are Christians, we don't have to worry about that. We don't have to worry about all of the things that God is going to bring upon the world because we understand that we're not going to be here. That God is going to take us out of this world 
and he's going to take us to be with him to live for eternity in heaven, in the new Jerusalem, as he calls it, in Revelation chapter 22. But what Luke is telling us here is we need to be prepared. I don't know how you do things, but for me, I'm not real good at preparation. It's not one of my strong points. Today I got here and realized that I didn't even have the reading for the lighting of the Advent candle ready. I thought about it on Friday and thought, well, I'll do it on Saturday. Saturday I had a funeral. And then my eye was bothering me and I forgot all about it. That's about standard for me. That's about the way I do most things. Kind of, well, you know, why do today what you can put off till tomorrow? Because by tomorrow you'll probably forget about it anyway, and then you don't have to do it, right? I wish it worked that way, but it doesn't. But when it comes to being ready for the coming of God back into the world, when Jesus Christ comes a second time, now, I've taught the book of Revelation a number of times. And every time that I teach it, I'm amazed that more and more of it is becoming reality. Now, I can remember growing up, and I knew about New Tribes, which amazingly was right here in Jersey Shore. My family actually supported new tribes. And thinking about how in the world is God's, the message of Jesus Christ going to get into the world. Now, new tribes was doing a lot and reaching a lot of people, but they still weren't reaching everyone. And now even more tribes have been, even more peoples have been reached. And the message goes out into the world, all over the world, almost instantaneously. And all of the things that happen in the book of Revelation, one of the ones that in my lifetime has really become amazing was the idea that the, pro the two prophets will be killed and left in the street, and then everybody will see it. And I thought, how is that going to happen? I was before CNN, or C, yeah, CNN, whatever they are. All of the cable networks. Now, when something happens, not only does everybody see it, but you see it for 24 hours until something else happens. So all of these things start to take place. And then they talk about the church joining with the government, becoming the great prostitute in the book of Revelation and how the church joins with the, with the government and actually starts to persecute the believers. And I thought, I oh, don't think that's going to happen. Well, in the last few years, we've seen more and more of that happening where the church has become more and more and more political and less and less and less scriptural. It's a struggle. But it tells us that the time is growing short. And that we better start preparing ourselves. 
There's no more time to be a part-time Christian in this world because it's coming to the point where you're either going to have to stand up and say, I believe in Jesus Christ and I'm willing to die for what I believe. Now, five, ten years ago, I would have never thought that was possible in this country. Now I wonder. Now I wonder if that's not something we're going to face in our lifetime. Maybe, maybe not. But we need to be ready. That's what Luke is telling us. Are we prepared for the coming of Jesus Christ? Are we prepared for what's going to happen in our world with the fires and the famines and all that's going on and the pandemic, people all over the world facing difficult times? We need to make sure that our hearts and our minds are focused on God. That's what Advent's about, so it's a wonderful time to do that. Advent is the time when we think about what God has done. It's not just about the birth of a baby. Even though that baby was special, it was God's Son becoming human and coming into our world. But Advent is also a time when we should be looking forward to Jesus coming back again. The fulfillment of God's plan for the world. This Advent, make sure your heart is ready for the coming of the King. Because the King is coming. He may come in our lifetime. He may come 2,000 years from now. We don't know. But the job of a Christian is to be ready. To be prepared. Because the day is going to come when Jesus is going to come back in the clouds and we are going to go to be with him. Now I want to tell you a cute story, but it's really when my wife worked at Wise's, there was a guy there by the name of John. And we'll say John was a little crazy. He was just a character. And he would go out onto the loading dock behind Wise's and he would jump up into the air until somebody asked him what he's doing. And John would say, I'm having rapture practice. (laughs) It's a cute story. It's funny. But it also gives you an opening to talk to people about what the rapture is. But it also reminds us we must be ready because Jesus will come again.